The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgallonpodcast.com slash Wimbet at sportsgallonpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness is heating up, and you need to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. It's awesome, baby. Listening to Bet MUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Bet MUFC Twitter account. It is at Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. Admittedly, need to be a lot more active on that one. You can follow the Twitter account for the Soccer Gambling Podcast. That is at It Should Be Soccer. That's at It Should Be Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can also follow my other Twitter account. It is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com, the premium pay service that has delivered 117 months of transparent tracked profit, consecutive transparent track profit as of today. And the Twitter handle for that is at LockBetting.com. 
As per usual, the pin tweet on that account is always the PL from the previous month. So at the moment, you're still seeing the month of January, but that will be getting changed in the next 24 hours to the month of February. January features our NFL futures, so have a last look at that one. Now over at lockbetting.com, we are no longer on Patreon. It is just a website and all the plays are posted via WhatsApp so you get them immediately. What you also get via the new version of the service is 24-7 access to me. So you can ask me any questions about any betting market. So if you don't understand something in soccer, such as um, Asian handicaps or Asian goal lines, I will be immediately there to assist you. So the service is much better. Head over to lockbetting.com to sign up. The Twitter handle at lockbetting.com is the same handle for the TikTok. The TikTok is a great tool. We post 30 to 45 second digestible videos giving you vital betting information. And we do the same videos on Instagram. The Instagram is simply at lockbetting. So moving on with this edition of BetMUFC, Manchester United have a trophy in the trophy cabinet for the first time in six years. Now, I saw some stupid comments on Twitter. I saw um, Eric Ten Hag criticised by Piers Morgan for celebrating the win. Obviously, Morgan is anti-Man United because of the whole Ronaldo situation. He's anti-Ten Hag and he was criticising him for dancing, something he did when he won trophies at Ajax because he has a good rapport with his players. Otherwise... Manchester United would not have done this complete 180 where we've gone from a team who were struggling last season and even at the start of this season to think that we'd be in this position after losing 4-0 to Brentford where we've won a trophy, we're still in the FA Cup, we've knocked Barcelona out of the Europa League and we're comfortably in the top four with an outside chance of winning the Premier League, that was absolutely unthinkable. And it's a testament to the job that Eric Ten Hag has done. Another thing I saw was people criticising the teams Manchester United beat, saying Manchester United didn't beat anybody. Well, everybody was in this competition and ultimately their path saw them eliminated, which is why they weren't in the final. We beat Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest eliminated Tottenham. Tottenham haven't won a trophy since 2008. Ask a Tottenham fan if they would like to have won this trophy. Newcastle were in the final because they beat Southampton. Southampton beat Manchester City. That's why Manchester City weren't in the final. So everybody played in this. Arsenal were knocked out by Brighton. Everybody played in this competition. Everybody tried to win it. But ultimately, you can only beat who's in front of you. And Manchester United won that final comfortably. Let's not forget, going into that game, only one team in the entire EPL has beaten Newcastle this season. And that's Liverpool beating them twice. Nobody else has managed to do it. Even Man United drew 0-0 with Newcastle at Old Trafford in the league early on in the season. So that was a very, very good win, especially to see it out that professionally. No issues, no sweat. And most importantly for you guys, we cashed a lock here on the show with Manchester United on the money line and lockbetting.com clients cashed a two-unit future on Manchester United to win the Carabao Cup. So up next, we have West Ham United in the round of 16, round five of the FA Cup. Eric Ten Hag has stressed that this trophy should not lead to complacency. He said immediately after the win that we go again, before we actually listen to what Eric Ten Hag had to say and preview this game against West Ham, let's take a quick time out to tell you guys here about Wimbet. Wimbet is, of course, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Wimbet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, aka Wimbet's Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is almost here. 
plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and the XFL as well. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There is so much to choose from. All you need to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now the offer is to change. Those are conditions available at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present. The state will pay for winbet is available. If you or someone you know is gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And we also tell you guys about the SGPN merch store. The SGPN merch store continues to add items to the store every single day. Head over to store.sportsgallonpodcast.com to get your favourite shirts, hats, sweats and hoodies. In particular, check out that soccer gambling podcast hoodie. Did not know that was available until a few weeks ago. Definitely want to get one for myself. This is high quality merch, guys. It's made by top manufacturers. The stuff's made by the likes of Under Armour and Badger and, and other major sporting good companies. It's top quality merch, as I said. Otherwise, I wouldn't wear it. And I have tons of it. I have hats, hoodies. I want the backpack that Sean Green took to the Super Bowl. That's going to be in my next order. So make sure you check it out. Support the Soccer Gambling Podcast. We need the iTunes reviews. If you haven't, if you haven't done those already, if you have, give us a review on Spotify and also support the show by heading over to the merch store and getting yourself that sweet soccer gambling podcast hoodie. So now let's have a listen to Eric Ten Hag. Hi Eric, congratulations Hi. for Sunday. Um, you've obviously got a busy schedule coming in, but have you had any chance to celebrate, any chance to take stock? Is there anything beyond what we saw at Wembley? No, no, nothing beyond that. Get back to work. You've changed the culture of the group from the way they speak and the, and the way they seem to be leaders on the field. Has it actually been quite easy to get them to refocus? Because this is not something they've done for a few. They've not won the trophy for six years, but they seem to just be getting straight back into it. Hey, of course, yesterday players were still uh, so enthusiastic um, and they had to celebrate uh, this momentum. But uh, yesterday, after uh, we, uh, we settled down and we get back to work and did what we had to do, and it was recovery. And the ones who played less uh, did a good training session. Um, obviously, the team that started on, on Sunday started, but the, the ones who didn't, people like Maguire and Lindelof, are they going to be important at periods like this because clearly there was a lot of energy expended against Barcelona, against um, Newcastle, but this is a big game as well and you do want to keep the momentum going. Yeah, but let, let, let's make myself clear. We didn't win with 11 players. Huh? We did win with a with squad. And I think uh, the squad is already the whole season so important. And every time players coming in, if it's for a whole game, if it's for minutes, if it's for a couple of games, I think um, also during games we can change the dynamics. And um, yeah, we do it with, uh, with many more than 11 players. So I count on them and, um, and I know they will be ready because every time when players play their games, they take responsibility and it's about this take responsibility but also you have to fight for your position and uh, coming great months uh, ahead of us so 
great games and I think everyone wants to play games and so yeah uh, the players who forms the best teams will play so it's also for Maguire so when he play well he can come into, into the game into the team it does feel like Maguire because he's an England international because he's the captain people like myself focus on him but it does seem as though he was part of the celebration and it, it feels as though there's a collective spirit within the group rather than individuals lo- just looking at it and thinking I'm not playing that I'm not happy no uh, so it was not my perspective from the celebrations I think everyone was involved and everyone was was happy and everyone had the idea we did it collectively and not as uh, not individual or one two three players did this it was uh, the performance of the whole team of the whole squad um, it does seem like this is the, the start of a new era almost at, at Manchester United. We spoke to, to Luke Shaw yesterday and he was very praiseworthy of the work ethic and, and discipline that you've instilled. And the reaction following those opening two game defeats, when you look back now, how important was that in, in your role at the football club? I, I know uh, from my experience from previous jobs and that... Um, yeah, it takes time before you get into uh, a way of play, before you get in the rules and the principles, and you get routines in a team. And yeah, that and the time is not going always with the right results. And so, in a moment, yeah, it's um, the right results are not there in the start of the season. I'm not in panic because I know it's part of the process, and and you can uh, yeah, you find out. Uh, you learn a lot in those weeks and, and when you lose it's not nice huh? and you, you, you hate to lose eh? but also yeah, you get some good lessons and you get yeah, a lot of, of you eh? what are the, uh, the opportunities, uh, what are the deficits and so you can work on, on that and your way of play it's a really big week they're all big weeks it seems at, at the moment um, how difficult is it for you not to have an eye on Liverpool on Sunday because for the fans this is the biggest game of the season going to Anfield where they've not won for, for seven years so probably links into the question earlier about the importance of other players as well to you in the squad uh, but I think we, I think every game is important and every game till now, I think that is, uh, uh, this dressing room has the right attitude and the right approach that they take uh, game by game and not looking ahead. And you said it's the biggest game that I think, what do you mention? So Barcelona is not a big game. <laughs> every huh? game gets bigger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wanted to ask about team news. Obviously, the players are mentally ready from the South Things, but how are they physically? And... Will Anthony Martial be available for tomorrow? And if not, when can we expect to see him? Anthony Martial is not available. And uh, Luke Shaw and Fred, uh, questions for tomorrow. So as I said, Eric Ten Hag making sure that the team aren't complacent. Looking straight ahead to tomorrow. Said there were celebrations, but they were kept short. I love the way that he deals with the media. He's really grown into that. He was good from the very beginning anyway, but now he's got even better. The way he threw that question back 
to the journalist who was trying to put this narrative out there that perhaps Man United would be looking ahead to the Liverpool game and trying to put it in his head how big that game was to supporters. And Eric Ten Hag just threw it back to him and said, what, Barcelona wasn't a big game? And I don't think that narrative really exists this season. I think the game is big for Liverpool because I think they see us changing positions. Last season, every Man United fan would have wanted to be in Liverpool's position and now it's completely changed. Liverpool are are clinging on to their top four hopes and it looks unlikely that they'll get there, which means they won't be able to do much business or at least the type of business that they want to do in the summer if they can't be in the top four. They're out of the FA Cup. They're out of the Carabao Cup because we've won it and they're looking like they're out of the Champions League. So there'll be no trophy for Liverpool. This is their cup final on Sunday. It's a much bigger game for them. We have a outside chance of winning the EPL but realistically we're looking at third place this season and we're looking at competing in three cups we're looking at going all the way in the Europa League where we are now the favourites to win it which I correctly predicted that the winner of Man United Barcelona would be the favourites to win it and we are the second favourites for the FA Cup with a real chance of getting it done as I spoke about earlier on when it was said that Manchester United had an easy path through. Is that suggesting that we wouldn't have beaten a bigger team? Because look at the scalps Man United have taken this season. We've beaten Arsenal. We've beaten Tottenham. We've beaten Liverpool. We've beaten Manchester City. We've beaten Barcelona. We've beat everybody. So who's to say that we wouldn't have beat any of those big teams? And who's to say that we won't win the Europa League if we face Arsenal or we won't win the FA Cup if we face Manchester City, who are the bookies' favourites to win it? So I'm not worried about any of that. Uh, Before we move on to specifically covering that West Ham game, let me tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts. But they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player plops if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. So as I said, looking ahead to this game, one of the things I said on the EPL show that we would do is look at the futures market and we'll do that first. The FA Cup winner now sees Manchester City shorten to 6-5 to five as they are through to the quarterfinal. Manchester United at 7-2. to two. Tottenham, who travelled to Sheffield United tonight at 11-2. Brighton at 6-1. to one. It's 12-1 to one Fulham, 25-1 to one Southampton, 25-1 to one West Ham, 33-1 to one Burnley, 66-1 to one Sheffield United, 82-1 to one Blackburn, 150-1 to one on Fleetwood and 1,000-1 to one here on Grimsby. Immediately when you look at that, You see how a lot of the top clubs are eliminated. Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, all gone from the competition. And if they can avoid each other, you would think City and Man United will be going to Wembley in semi-finals. And you would think Tottenham would join them there as well, as long as these three teams can avoid each other. And what that does is it opens up the door for a real minnow to get through. And um, I'm not just talking about the Premier League clubs. I'm talking about a team like Burnley, for example, Blackbird Rovers, already in the quarterfinal after beating Leicester. 
Burnley, they could probably beat one of these Premier League teams if they get them at home. They are winning the championship comfortably at the moment. And if they do get drawn at home against a Fulham, Southampton or a West Ham, you would think Burnley would be able to win that. And also, speaking of those teams as well, Southampton doing poorly in the EPL, looking like they're going to get relegated, but they could get themselves another semi-final here. West Ham probably need something to boost their supporters because they are in a surprising relegation dogfight. Fulham, this would and Brighton as well, this would cap off very good season for them where they are having a, a outside run at the top four, outside run at European football. And uh, alongside that, they can solely focus on having an FA Cup run as well. Brighton, of course, already in the quarterfinals. So a big opportunity for a smaller team to get through. But ultimately, you cannot see past one of the Manchester clubs. It is an opportunity for Tottenham. I think Tottenham will be taking this competition very, very seriously. But I don't see them getting past either Man United or Man City. So for me, it is a two-horse race. And for me, the bookies have got it right. And for me, not just saying this as a supporter because that's not what I do. The value is on Man United because I do feel that Man United, especially under Eric Ten Hag, can set up to defeat Manchester City in any one-off game. But looking at the game that we need to win first to get into the quarterfinal, it's at home to West Ham where United are the 8-13 favourites. It's 16-5 on the draw and it's 19-4 here on West Ham. As Eric Ten Hag has hammered home the point of complacency, I don't think we'll see any here. If we do see a letdown spot for Man United, I do think it could be at the weekend, which is concerning because obviously I don't want to lose a game to Liverpool or, or, or not win that game. I desperately want to get something and, and namely a win against Liverpool to keep our faint hopes alive of the um, of the Premier League crown and to also not give Liverpool any bragging rights whatsoever so they can lay some kind of fictitious claim that they cost us the title or cost us a run at the title or whatever. But ultimately, that is Liverpool's cup final. And for me, that is more concerning than this one because Man United went straight down to training and they'll be out to prove that there is absolutely no hangover and that they are going to continue marching on. United come into this one unbeaten in their last 18 home games in all competitions and a quick turnaround I don't think is going to be enough to deny Manchester United the victory here in this game. West Ham have been goal shy this season and I think they'll struggle to break down a Man United back four who have been solid keeping three consecutive clean sheets in domestic competitions. And uh, Man United, of course, been formidable at home, winning 15 of their last 16 matches at Old Trafford. And um, I just don't see West Ham being able to um, be able to get through here or to give Man United any real problems. I think this will be a routine victory. I think we'll make the point that um, we're not going to be complacent after winning that trophy at the weekend. And of course, Marcus Rashford remains the player to watch. He has now scored 17 times in his last 19 Man United appearances. He has been on absolute fire since the World Cup, since he returned from the World Cup. And I think the Marcus Rashford train and the Manchester United train roll on here in this game. So a very simple selection on Man United on the money line, the price of 8 to 13. If you shop around, there is some 4 to 6 minus 150 available. This originally opened up at the price of 7 to 10. But that is long gone as people tend to agree that you should not be getting in front of Manchester United at the moment, particularly at Old Trafford. And I expect Man United to roll on here in this one. That's it for me in this edition of Betting UFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.